Yo guys, welcome to the Great Cave. This is episode three. It's your man Kobu. I got my boy Monty in here, as always. Um, what up? What up? <laughs> Monty, how's life going, man? You know, it's uh, it's going <laughs> right now. You can't be sure of anything. So, and over here in New Jersey, you know, cases are going up a little. So, trying to be a little more careful again. But hopefully, hopefully, it goes down again, man. Right, right, right. Um, I heard North Dakota like had a 50% spike in, in cases, Corona cases. Just, just recently? Just recently, bro. Wow, uh, man. 50%. That's a, that's a staggering statistic. Yeah. Um, what's going on in North uh, Dakota, man? Did everybody just decide to throw a party at the same time, man? What's going on? <laughs> I have no clue, but you know, just being on YouTube, that's what was being um, recorded. So yeah. One thing is interesting though, not as not as many deaths recently, you know. So which which is good news, I suppose, you know. It's it's, so. it's great news, but it's also in a in a weird way empowering people that believe this is a conspiracy or or not as uh dangerous as it's yeah, important yeah, to yeah. be. That <laughs> it has like a it's like a double edged sword because now people are uh, it might embolden some people to be like, man, fuck a mask. <laughs> Even yeah, though the yeah, mask yeah. is for the protection of other people, at the end of the day, older people are still more susceptible to it, and you gotta you gotta be uh, cognizant of that. So yeah, um, I was doing some research on uh, on uh, you know how it how the debts kind of lowered because you know we found out a lot of solutions for you know vitamin D, and yep. a lot of hospitals found out you know what could work and what not what not might work anymore, and yeah. you know so I think it just got better for you know lowering the debt debt percentages correct correct yeah so uh interesting uh, interesting uh news article from the ny daily news concerning 50 cent was interesting and how people are reacting to it to me is even more interesting because it seems like the people reacting to this don't know anything about 50 cent or his history or how he likes to troll what i mean by that is uh, 50 Cent posted on Instagram, and and to be clear, 50 Cent says a lot of wild shit on Instagram. But he said, "quote I don't care, I don't care if Trump doesn't like black people. Uh, I'm voting for him due to like Biden's high high uh, tax rate, like the top tax rates by state. If Biden wins under his tax plan, uh, would be like uh, California 62.6 uh, percent, New York City, which is where 50 Cent lives, is 62 percent. And so 50 was like, what the fuck." Fuck for uh, vote for Trump. I'm out. Fuck New York. The Knicks never win anyway. I don't care. Trump doesn't like black people. Sixty-two percent. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> so, so um, yeah. People people reacted accordingly, like you you know, like you would think. Plus, people are already on edge from Ice Cube talking about Trump being more willing to uh, address his uh, agenda for black people quicker than Biden was, even though. The election is not even twenty days uh twenty days away, so I don't think Biden telling Cube like uh uh yo wait till after the election is such a bad thing because I mean these are these are two men that are running like uh, uh yep. campaigning takes away uh, takes all of your energy so uh but yeah my my point in saying that is now people are like taking pictures of Fifty Cent and Ice Cube and photoshopping their like hats they may have worn in, in certain photos <laughs> to like make America great again hats and and people unsuspecting people see this and they think this is real they think this is real they think 50 cent uh uh i think jokingly on his instagram saying fuck fuck it i'm voting for trump i don't care if he doesn't like black people that sounds wild <laughs> 50 yeah. cent, 
50 Cent's not about to vote for somebody that doesn't like black people if he if he you know feels that way. So uh, I I think people just need to look at you got to be just look at any other post on 50 Cent's Instagram and I feel like the context will speak to you like <laughs> oh he's he's wilding he's he, he trolls a lot he says a lot of wild shit. This is not an endorsement and um, the Ice Cube thing. Even though the Trump campaign, or at least Trump advisors, are spinning what Ice Cube said about Trump's willingness to like incorporate pieces of the CWBA agenda into Trump's platinum plan, Ice Cube didn't straight up, straight out say, "I'm voting for Trump," or "You should vote for Trump." He just, yeah. uh, but but it is something that the campaign uh, has been spinning as like, "Oh, look, Ice Cube, look, look, Ice Cube," you know, pointed out how we're willing to work and help the black community, and Biden isn't. Ice Cube didn't even say Biden isn't willing. He just said Biden made him wait after the, uh, tell, told him to wait after election, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. But yeah, man, uh, what do you think about the backlash of uh of the of the narrative now that Ice Cube and Fifty Cent are now co-signing Trump like? a lot of hip hop artists did back in the early 2000s before they knew Trump's politics. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Ice Cube is taking it more seriously, you know, looking at what could be done, but even even if it's not done, but he's, you know, he's he's being more serious. But when it comes to 50, man, I think he's just, he's just straight up being just trollish and just uh, doing whatever he thinks gonna get him more controversy because I mean, if this is what took you to, uh, quote unquote, cancel 50 Cent, like you should be, you got to be living under a rock because this man made fun of so many things, man. He made fun of autistic teens. He made fun of uh, Megan the Stallion shooting. He made, he had to apologize for everything too. Like, like this is not new. You can't, you can't take away what 50 Cent posts on Instagram uh, in in a super serious way, unless it has a somewhat serious tone, but. Bro, he literally said Trump doesn't care. Like, I don't care if Trump doesn't care about black people. No, 50 Cent does care about social issues. Like, on, on the real tip, like, if you look at his uh, interviews, um, no, he, he takes it seriously. He takes it seriously. But, um, but yeah, I would still doubt doubt him a little bit, though, because, you know, he's still, mm-hmm. he's still about the money, man. And if someone is taking away his money, he might be, he might be, a, he might be a little, little angry, you know? So I definitely get, if he if he if he is serious, I'll definitely get his uh, I'll definitely get his mentality. Got you. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, I, I definitely see what you're saying. Fifty Cent is the ultimate quintessential hustler. And uh, you know, money money does mean a lot to him. And he has yeah. even has an alter ego where he checks celebrities that may have uh owed him and even as far as back far back as the nineteen eighties, he's uh uh created an alter ego that collects debts he's it's the bounty hunter he's a bounty hunter so so yeah, he's uh, a businessman too man so we can't yeah, rule him out that's true that's true um there's a, a trending topic on twitter hashtag blame black men now before i start reacting and or, or reading and reacting to some of these tweets in this ha- this hashtag uh because part of me thinks this is like some uh, uh some memeing going on uh satire or whatever but with that being said what what do you know about this or have you heard about this blame black men mean thing or what i only heard you know i I think uh, most of it what i've seen is mostly memes but i think there might be a lot more it definitely definitely came from something more serious that turned into more you know less serious so well i'm definitely excited to find find out you know what what was the original original take that kind of arised this hashtag yeah. Um, Twitter says, 
people are using the hashtag blame black man satirically in, in response to a tweet from Jamil, Jamel Hill about some black man perpetuating the patriarchy. Hashtag blame black man satirically in response to a tweet. Oh, I just repeated the same thing in a paragraph. That's weird, Twitter. But uh, okay, so it's a screenshot of a tweet from July 29, 2016, where a woman says black lives matter, but at the same time, I hate black men. And so that that has gone like like semi-viral. And so people are reacting to it and making, you know, making fun of it. Uh, somebody said this black blame black man hashtag is hilarious. Uh, somebody said we can't explain it, but just we can't explain it just yet. But this was definitely a black man's fault. Uh, there's a picture of Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks, and it says blame black uh, black man in a nutshell. Uh, somebody <laughs> said uh, it, it's a picture of Uncle Ruckus saying I was a very spiritual person. I start each di- each day by thanking the white man for the sunshine, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's I guess it's ultimately um just uh taking the piss out of people that unironically really do blame black men for everything. Somebody said uh the Great Depression happened because black men were lazy, refused to contribute to society, and didn't care about the economy. Um <laughs> somebody said yeah. y'all didn't hear it from me, but guess who uh guess who's behind COVID? Blame black men. Uh, y'all remember the Crusaders? You know the ones who raided, murdered, and pillaged in the name of Christ. They were black. They were black men as well. <laughs> yeah, this definitely reminds me of you know uh, back in the day when Obama was president. You know the thanks Obama when it was everything. Everything you want to blame somebody for it was Obama. You know it was kind yeah. of a joke. So this definitely kind of reminds me of that. Right, right, right. There's a gif of like this this dude from a movie hyperventilating. And it says uh, a Twitter employee trying to figure out a description for blame black men trending. I guess I guess that would be you would be under, t- Twitter would be under pressure trying to like break this down. Like, what does this mean? But uh, yeah, I, hey man, it's it's all in good fun. Um, and if you're making fun of people that really do blame black men for like silly shit, uh, you deserve to be you deserve to be ridiculed. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, I think Jamil Hill, uh, Jamil Hill, she's like a journalist and she probably had a more constructive take on this. And but I don't know if, if this came from originally what she tweeted, but, you know, she probably she probably could have wrote, written a great article just, you know, going more in, in depth when what she's talking about. But you know how Twitter goes, man. You got to fit. Twitter gets, Twitter yeah. gets no it's, it's the wild, wild west. Uh, Whatever makes the. Uh, Charlamagne the guy used to say, you know, the truth's cool, but the lie is more entertaining. <laughs> you know, so oh, yeah. Twitter is pretty much entertainment, man. At the end of the day, people are there to just make fun of shit and just start shit. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just entertainment most of the time. Yep. And now Chris Pratt is uh, trending. Cash makes defend Chris Pratt following criticism for his alleged political and religious beliefs. Um, I'm not seeing the Twitter description. Oh, I guess that is the Twitter description, but I'm not saying I'm not seeing like what has everybody in the uproar. Like, what what are Chris Pratt's religious and political beliefs? I think I know a little bit of what's going on here, and okay. I think uh, Chris Pratt. I think people are kind of mad at him for not joining his fellow Avengers castmates for a fundraiser for Joe Biden and. Twitter is kind of, you know, political Twitter, especially like, you know, the left liberal Twitter. They're kind of mad at him for, you know, kind of kind of not being part of this 
fundraiser for Joe Biden because I think Chris Pratt is a he's a little bit more conservative and Christian Christian side of things. So this definitely this definitely not a surprise to me. So I know I know when it comes to liberal Twitter, they're very they're very if if you're not with them, you know, they're kind of also like a lot of the Trump Trump fans, but not as crazy. But you know, they're still very it's very tribalistic when it comes to if you're not if you're not with their cause, uh, they kind of look down uh, d- down upon you also. Got you. Yeah. Somebody said people who believe Chris Pratt must believe everything his church believes did not grow up uh, Catholic. Okay. Oh, so I'm assuming that Chris Pratt is Catholic. I don't really care about the whole religious thing. Like if you're not beating somebody over the head about, yeah, I don't know, your views on contraception or like, uh, I don't know, just some silly radical stuff, then I don't think it matters. Like, great you're a catholic but the political the political views is what uh i'm kind of interested in um but if he's just your run-of-the-mill conservative again i don't really i don't really care about that um but i think there's some uh there's some hidden hidden meanings behind this though because uh people are saying he might be secretly you know maga for for trump because you know when it comes to hollywood a lot of people, a lot of people are mostly liberal, just or or they show that they're liberal, but probably I bet a lot of them are conservative behind the doors. So this could be this could be something this could be something that that they have a point on, you know? Yeah. I just found an article that says fact check. Is Chris Pratt a Donald Trump supporter? By the way, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely still Probably my top five Marvel movie, man. Top five. Because Chris Pratt, he came from Parks and Rec, which was a you know NBC show, and he was just a small actor at first. But it was crazy how he transformed himself. Because I know he was a uh, he was pretty chubby, man. He he had a beer belly and everything, but he freaking got cut and just got in shape for that role, and it was pretty insane. It's just pretty insane how Marvel takes some actors who are just who are not you know you're not used to them being in heroic roles that are, they don't look as, you know, super heroic when it comes to muscles and all that. And it just transformed them with like, you know, with gym membership and all that, they have money to do that, man. And it's pretty insane. I think the latest one was Kumail Nanjani. And he's also another comedic actor and he's not, he's not known for his, you know, how, how good he looks, but people are also, they also transformed him, man. He looks freaking amazing. Like, if right. you see his pictures, man, if you look him up right now, you'd be surprised how, how muscular he looks, like how he used to look before, which is pretty insane. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not familiar with his come up. I'm I'm just familiar with the with the Guardians of the Galaxy film. Um, I'm impressed that Marvel can turn like heroes that aren't really that popular and turn it into like a um a billion dollar film. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah, like before Iron Man was introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like I didn't hear people talking about Iron Man being their favorite hero, and I definitely didn't know about Guardians of the Galaxy before the film was announced. So, uh, I I, I think it's interesting how how Marvel can turn these uh once D list, E list, F list celebrity or celebrity heroes, uh, superheroes into like very popular uh relevant superheroes but anyway it says chris pratt fans are divided as to whether the actor is a donald trump supporter or not 
the Guardians of the Galaxy star began trending over the weekend due to a poll posted on social media, which asked Twitter users to ditch one of the famous Chris A-listers, Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pratt. Much of the discourse around the four Chris, much of the discourse around the four Chris poll has focused on many saying they would ditch Pratt because of his political views and his support for Donald Trump. Okay. And I'm again, I'm not aware of this. Uh, so the claim, the 41-year-old has been criticized for allegedly being a Republican and Trump supporter for a while now, with many on Twitter making the accusations. In response to the poll, one Twitter user tweeted, Chris Pratt, sadly, the Trump supporter stuff disqualifies him despite all of the delightful Andy, uh, Johnny, Burt, Macklin, Glory, um, unquote. I, I don't know what that means, but... That's, uh, that's a character he used to play from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... One response with over one one point three k says Pratt his views are terrible and he supports anti LGBTQ activist churches. Easy, okay. So he so the claim oh, is okay, he donates okay. and supports anti. Uh, okay, that's see. That's, this that's is where I guess you know his uh, political and religious beliefs kind of you know how we have separate separation of church and state. So I guess that kind of this is where the conflict is with people. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess if you donate to churches that that uh that that pushes propaganda against people that uh, identify as lesbian, trans, gay, whatever, like yeah, I, I can see people having a problem with that. They're, that that's something of that's something of more substance than just being mad that he's a Catholic or or a uh, a Republican or conservative yeah. by himself. Um, but, but I do wonder though if uh, if those you know anti LGBT churches uh, those type of ideals that they have is that what motivates them to you know donate to those churches that could be you know that could yeah. be that could be a key to see yeah. where he lies you know what his beliefs are right well fortunately at least uh, Newsweek.com has a portion of this article called the facts and it says one thing fans are saying is a major telltale of Pratt's politics is the fact that he is not due to take part in an Avengers fundraiser for Joe Biden. Uh, some of Pratt's fellow Marvel colleagues, Don Cheadle, Chris Evans, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, and Zoe Zaldana, Zaldana are due to join the Democratic candidate and vice presidential hopeful Kamala Harris for a virtual event on October 20th to raise money for the Biden campaign. Uh, per The Hollywood Reporter, the fundraiser event called Voters Assemble gathers the cast of Avengers as they, quote, unite for democracy. Pratt's name is missing from the lineup as are several other Marvel stars. Uh, okay. Pratt has never openly discussed his political views on social media, and CNN reports that he donated money to Barack Obama's campaign back in 2012. However, he is on the record saying he doesn't support either side of the Dem Democrat-Republican divide. He said, I don't feel represented by either side. I really feel there's common ground out there that's missed because we focus on things that separate us. Uh, I can just pause right there. I think... I a lot of people feel that way. And I don't think that yeah. is something that's worthy of, of, of hate and accusations of, of, uh, of him being radical or, uh, I mean, he donated money to a, uh, Barack Obama's campaign back in 2012, but to be, to be real, apparently a lot of Trump voters did at one point support Barack Obama. So that by itself isn't really saying too much. However, him feeling, not feeling represented or, or not wanting to like vote for the lesser of two evils, as they say, uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad at that, uh, but I, yeah. I'm wondering where, it goes from this to like 
the accusations of him being a, a Trump supporter and like a, a bigot, basically, because uh, I'm not seeing it so far, uh, especially if he's saying that he doesn't support either side of the Dem Democrat Republican divide. And at that point, um, if he's talking, you know, Democrat and Republican divide is bigger than just Trump and Biden. So based off of that alone, um, it seems like he's not he's not uh, affiliated with any party, not even just the candidates, but any party. You know, so um, he could be a, a third party uh, guy or I don't know, maybe he just don't feel represented by politics at all. I, I would. Uh, hold on. It says there are some other factors from Pratt's personal life that make many th fans th think point to him being pro Trump, including his religious views. Last year, he was embroiled in a controversy with the Umbrella Academy actress Ellen Page, who accused Pratt's Hillsong Church in Los Angeles of being anti LGBTQ. OK, I didn't. I didn't know about this. Uh, by the way, the Umbrella Academy. What did you think about that? It was a cool little, cool little show. Uh, yeah, that that was another pretty nice comic book show. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing crazy, but it was it was an entertaining binge, also. Yeah. Well, I guess Ellen had a uh, Ellen Page had a bone to pick with his uh, church in Los Angeles. Um, he responded to the claim saying they were absolutely untrue. Per the BBC, he said. It has recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates a certain group of people and is infamously anti-LGBTQ. Nothing could be further from the truth. I go to a church that opens their doors to absolutely everyone. Um, another controversy Pratt was involved in saw him make headlines for wearing a t-shirt featuring the Gadsden flag, which features an image of a rattlesnake and the words don't tread on me. Now I've seen that famous shirt, the, 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 yeah, I think um, don't tread on me a yeah, lot. That's I think it's often, tied to conservative views, right? Yeah, yeah, conservative views uh, and libertarians. I've seen libertarians uh, wear it. Yeah, as a honestly, as a, yeah, honestly, if he was a Trump supporter, like, how would you feel about him? Like, say Chris Pratt was a Trump supporter, and you know, and he's kind of trying to hide it in a way because you know Hollywood is probably, I guess, if you're openly conservative in Hollywood, I guess you kind of get blacklisted a little bit for, you know, casting and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. Uh, Hollywood definitely has a left or progressive uh, bent to it. Um, in terms of him, if he was like a, a Trump supporter, um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I wouldn't really care, man. I'm trying to think if I would, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would either. I don't think it would make me stop watching Marvel films. I'm not even the biggest Marvel film fan anyway, but I'm saying like yeah. his personal politics don't have anything to do with like his acting talent, his, uh, how he uh, conveys, you know, um, his lines on film or whatever. Like uh, it's not, it's not any of my business. And to be honest, man, from some of the things I've been hearing about Hollywood uh, in general, in terms of like pedophilia and, and child molest like just crazy stuff like that yeah That's, we can't forget about you know how a lot of these actors try to peddle uh you know social issues but when hollywood had had a fucking big problem with the me too movement they they pretty much stayed quiet on all this fucking sexual harassment shit for yeah. all all these years man until until it became a big news then 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 they fucking decided to come out with everything you know oh yeah that's true there, there was a lot of open secrets in Hollywood, yeah. right? So so Chris Pratt, I think, should be the least of, you know, <laughs> Hollywood's concerns, uh, to be honest, or or people's concerns. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's his right if he if he if he believes in that. Like I can criticize those views or 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 politics, but it won't make me like, I guess, hate him. Uh, 
you know, I will wonder like how much of what Trump does and says would he co-sign stuff like that. Cause I, I think at, to some degree yeah. that does uh, say some things about you, but um, yeah, but from what, I, what I'm seeing here, man, this, you know, the, the article saying there was another controversy and this controversy, these controversies don't seem like big deals to me. Him wearing a shirt saying, don't tread on me. Like, hey, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of petty. People, people care about these celebrities too much. They're just fucking people like us, man. They probably grew up in, you probably grew up in, you know, conservative households or, you know, regions where it's mainly a lot of conservative religious folks. So honestly, people, people, I think Twitter kind of uh, makes people think that they live in a bubble, you know, yeah. and the world is a lot, a lot of bigger than that. There's a lot of people with uh, a lot of different views and that people think, you know, it's all just liberal everywhere. No, it's yeah. half the country is still conservative, man. That's, that's true. Um, it says Pratt is married to Catherine, Catherine Pratt, uh, the daughter and the daughter of actor and ex GOP California governor Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger Pratt has come out in support of Joe Biden in the upcoming election after she criticized the president for downplaying the coronavirus pandemic. It is not clear, however, if Pratt shares this support for Biden with his wife. Uh, Pratt has also appeared to make light of other celebrities, posts urging uh, people to vote on election day instead of addressing the election. Pratt posted a joke about voting for his new movie, uh, Onward, to win at the People's Choice Awards. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it says the verdict is unknown. We can't verify if Pratt is a Trump supporter because he hasn't confirmed it either way himself. The Hollywood actor has not shown any support publicly for the president or. All right. So people out here trying to cancel Chris Pratt. People are uh, trying to trying to um, run with a narrative about him. And I don't think based on what I just read, I don't think the evidence supports the, the calls for cancellation. Yeah. Me. A lot of speculation on people's part are. Yeah. They wanted to be true, so you know they could just drag him or whatever on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, believe it or not, people want a lot of times want scandalous rumors to be to be real because it's fun to them. The uh, the lies more entertain entertaining than the truth. The truth is often gray and boring. Uh, so yeah. why not make up a narrative? And people don't even a lot of people don't consciously realize that they're doing it. Um, and you know, there's subtle influences from media. Uh, friend groups and stuff like that to like really engage in that um and that's what's so sinister and insidious about protecting your narrative and as of right now chris pratt is having a hard time like he obviously wants to keep his political views private if the verdict is unknown like i find it hard to believe he doesn't know about this but if he wants to keep it private like let, let him keep it private bro like um and if you if you want him to be on your side or you're doing a a bad job like with with representing yeah. your quote-unquote side because it has like a it feels like uh uh puritanical basically so yeah, you can't you can't uh let other people or convince other people to join your team by you know bullying them that <laughs> that does not work most of the time yeah bullying them on insufficient information uh, yeah uh, you know he <laughs> people are responding like they're they're reacting like he's like co-signing the wall or something um, it's yeah, just, I know. I know. I think James Woods. Do you know who that is? Oh, James Woods. Uh, yeah, apparently he isn't he like a legendary actor, but he has a a, a very popular Twitter account that's known to yeah. espouse Twitter uh, or conservative views. Um, yeah, he's very pro Trump. You know, he's pro everything Trump. Oh, and I think that's where it's like, bro, you got to chill out, man. What What are you doing, man? <laughs> it's yeah. like 
I remember He's seeing like a picture of him, uh, him posting a picture of uh, of like uh, the Mall of America. And in this picture, there was just a lot of women wearing burqas. So a lot of Muslims there. And I can't remember exactly word for word what the caption said, but the paraphrase basically was like, what is America turning into? Like, there, you know, the Mall of America shouldn't be overrun <laughs> with like Muslims and stuff like that. It, it, it was very like a... a, a uh, uh, what, do, what do you call it? Like, I don't want to say. Obviously, Islamophobic, but uh, there's a uh, what's the what's the uh, xenophobic? Yeah, xenophobic. Is that yeah. the word you look at? Had a very xenophobic bent to to it, and I lost respect for James Woods in that moment, man. Uh, that yeah. fear mongering shit, using your influence to fear monger about oh, a bunch of Muslims being in the Mall of America, uh. And assuming that, you know, or at least people that responded to the tweet assumed that, like, these were illegal immigrants or something. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. But Chris Pratt is not that, from what I've seen. Chris yeah. Pratt is not James Woods. So. Yeah, that is the case where I would say, like, yo, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. You know, his, his brand is pretty much now is, like, just catering to conservative, like, the most far-right conservatives. Right. Just, you know, just going, just going ham on the other side. Yep, yep, definitely. Um, so another thing um, that, that's in the Google Docs was uh, new research uh, concerning tinnitus. Uh, it says new yeah, research. We're going from, you know, po- politics and social media <laughs> to fucking I to science. Think, I was trying to think of a, a, a segue. I was trying to think of a segue. Like, how can I get, go from like a, a you know, Trump or, or a, a cancellations of, of Chris Pratt, like calls to cancel Chris Pratt to like research about tinnitus, but there's no real string of, uh, that I can connect with outside of just like, in a I, could, I could, I could, I could do, I could do a good segue. Okay. Okay. Let's go. You know? Let's go. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, oh, speaking of, you know, speaking of having bullshit in your years, you know, we could, <laughs> we could talk about tinnitus. Okay. Yeah. Boom. That, that works. It works. Um, yeah. So, uh, Bonte, how would you describe tinnitus? You know, because um, there's a lot of people that hear that word and don't, you know, realize Man. what it is. Yeah, it's very hard to describe what it feels like if you've never had experience with it. But uh, I know I had a little very, very glimpse uh, experience with tinnitus like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just this random, just blaring noise. Uh, it's It's not loud, but once you pay attention to it. Like you hear it and it's it's just it sounds like a tone, like say when a TV just like a TV station just goes up, you know, you hear that like a beep, beep. It just sounds like that in a way. It's just a constant repeating sound. It just keeps going and going and it's always in your ear. And once you become aware of it and especially when it's loud, when it just affects your daily life, Mm -hmm. yeah. it it really fucking puts you in a depressive mood. And I don't know how I got it, but I know uh, when I was making music one day and it just came about when I was just, I probably had my uh, headphones for too long, you know, just probably listen to louder music for too long. Yep. And it just came about randomly. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, it just, it just kept going for days. I was like, yo, then I started doing research. How do I get rid of this? How do I get rid of this? And it just, I tried everything. It just didn't go away. Right. Like after a week, it just randomly went away. I was like, what the fuck? But I was so, I was so happy, man. Like I, 
you, you could not believe like I was I was I was in a depressive ass mood. I was just scared, man. What if this is for like permanent for life, you know? And from this research, I read that almost 15 percent of like all of all people have this thing tinnitus. Like it might be, you know, it might depend on how bad it is. But 15 percent, that's a lot of people, man. And I can't imagine that feeling, man. That 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 could probably be one one thing that also, you know, adds to a lot of, you know, how growing like the growing number of depression all all over, you know, all over the world. And that's pretty insane to me. Facts, facts. Yeah, man. Um, I suffer from tinnitus as well. And I wish mine would just like randomly go away. Apparently I've had this for years. Uh as yeah. far as I can remember back in like middle school. But I think it was often on in middle school. But recently it has gotten like crazier. It's gotten gotten worse. Yeah. And uh like Google describes it as a ringing or buzzing noise in one or both ears that may be constant or come and go, often associated with hearing loss. Um, and so for the most part, I can deal with it if there's noises. Like like as like I'm doing the podcast right now, there's not a lot of back- background noises. So there is like this faint little buzz in my ear. Yeah. But as long as I'm talking and I'm hearing you talk and there's like a little, little bit of something going on in the background, I can usually deal with it. But there are times generally at night, like midnight-ish, where the sound is so loud, so deafening. Like, I can't go to bed in silence. Some people go to bed with, you know, turn the lights off and, and no sound, maybe maybe air conditioner. I can't do that. I have to have uh, a fan on, on you know, on the highest uh, uh, speed, at the highest speed. Uh, I got I to gotta go to bed to a podcast. Um, now, I don't play a podcast just for tonight, so I also, you know, uh, like to listen and fall asleep to uh, what I'm listening to. But it helps. I got to play something in the background or else, A, I would never get sleep. B, <laughs> like, you want to talk about, like, suicidal thoughts. Now, oh, man. I, don't think it's, I don't think it's, like, that extreme. That was, some, that was somewhat of, like, a, of, a, of a joke. Like, I've never, like, had it to where I was like, bro, I want to kill myself. But I have, have had it to where, like, you feel absolutely helpless, like, like and, and depressed. Like, bro, this is so deafening. Like, I can't. I can't go outside in, in peace uh, without without this buzz all in my ear. And uh, one thing that's important to remember is it's it's all it's it's internal. It's it's something in in your ear and not like an external thing. Um, yeah. And tinnitus to me was just like my problems with sleep paralysis. You go through it and you don't even know like how to go about like researching. Like, Thank God for Google. Like you can just Google ringing in ears. But when I was younger, like I didn't. I didn't know what the hell this was, uh, uh, nor did I know what sleep paralysis was. You know, when I went through sleep paralysis, I felt like I was being like, like spiritually attacked. Like there, like there was a demonic uh, p- attempt at possession. Like it's very scary. So uh, I guess there's a out. horror movie in there somewhere, man. Like tonight is uh, sleep uh, paralysis, all that shit. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You just combine that. That's a that's a crazy horror movie. That's a script. That's a that's a that's a script. Um, but yeah, so. So when Monty um included this uh this uh article about new research uh, that could help millions of people who suffer from ring quote ringing in the ears, uh it, it it definitely interested me because I definitely suffer from it and it's it's annoying. Um it, it hasn't contributed to like any loss in quality of life in terms of like uh creating music or podcasting or whatever, but it's definitely something I wish uh, would disappear, you know, um, because I've kind of 
resign myself to the fact that I probably would have it for the rest of my life. Like I'm going to have to deal with tinnitus for the rest of my life. And it's often associated with hearing loss. So there is a fear of like, man, what if one, what if, what if I go deaf, you know, or what if, what if it becomes so deafening that the the noise of a fan or a podcast can't, you know, uh, can't override it, overpower it. Uh, I've heard people can't, um, there are some cases of people not being able to fly places, like get on an airplane for, uh, for whatever. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know that that would be horrible if it if it got in the way of traveling and stuff like that. So um, yeah, because when you get in an airplane, uh, you know when it takes off and your ears kind of get you know they start to hurt for some reason. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I imagine if you combine tinnitus with that, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, definitely. So this article says in the largest clinical trial of its kind, researchers show that combining sound and electrical stimulation of the tongue can significantly reduce tinnitus, commonly described as ringing in the ears. They also found that therapeutic effects can be sustained for up to 12 months post, uh, post-treatment. The findings could potentially help millions of people since tinnitus affects about 10 to 15% of the population worldwide. The study was conducted by researchers from the University of Minnesota, Trinity College, St. James Hospital, University of uh, Regensburg, University of uh, Nottingham, Nottingham, and Irish medical device company, Neuromod Devices Limited. The research was published as the cover story of science trans- translational ma- medicine. And interdis- interdisciplinary medical journal by the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Uh, okay, yeah. And University of Minnesota Associate Professor Hubert Lim in the Department of Biomedical Engineering and the Department of, oh my God, there's a lot of ologies that I just simply can't pronounce. Yeah, it's a science article, man. Yeah, you gotta oh get, man, this is killing You got to get educated, man. <laughs> right, right, right. But it says uh, the study represents the largest and longest follow-up clinical trial ever conducted in the tinnitus field for a medical device with 326 enrolled participants, providing evidence regarding the safety uh, uh, efficacy and patient tolerability of bimodal neuromodulation for the treatment of tinnitus. About 86% of the treatment, uh, about 86% of treatment compliant participants reported an improvement in tinnitus symptom severity when evaluated after 12 weeks of treatment, with many experiencing sustained benefit 12 months post treatment. Okay. That's- so, to summarize, I guess they found a method using the tongue. Mm-hmm. where it relieves people from, you know, 80, 86% of people yeah. uh, relieves their symptoms of tinnitus for, I guess, up to a year. And yeah. honestly, that sounds probably like the best case, you know, best yeah. best remedy so far, because I know tinnitus, I know there's some other unknown uh, remedies like home you could do by yourself, but I guess those are not as scientific or reliable, but this is probably the closest thing we have so far, but hey, man, we got to give it up to science, man. It's always, I'm always blown away how every day, pretty much, we find new ways to just, we find new ways to just fucking get rid of shit and just, yeah. you know, to benefit it's pretty insane, man. Yeah, yeah. And science, science to a large degree benefits our quality of life and obviously, um, extended our our life expectancy by like what decades and decades and decades and uh um the fact that this new research can help millions of people who suffer from tinnitus uh is is dope because i'm definitely down to try it i'm definitely but dk for you though uh, i guess uh i guess it 
it gets worse when you're in silence, right? Like everything, you don't you don't have any background noise, and it just it just comes about uh, when when everything is just quiet, right? Correct, man. So, uh, but you still got used to it over the years, man. I guess I guess uh, a lot of people just got used to it over the years too, and it's pretty crazy, man. How how sometimes you don't really appreciate like how good we have it sometimes, and once you when you have a disease or like something just comes about yep. and you start to see, man, how, how we, we take things for granted sometimes. Cause that, I know a lot of people nowadays, uh, they listen to just a lot of loud music and just, they forget that, you know, these are, these are not, this is not just, uh, this is just not unlimited things that we have. These are, these are gonna, these are gonna slowly go away over as we age. And it's just, it's just yeah. scary, man, how people, People got to take better care of uh, better care of our bodies, man. We got to know our limits. Agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, but yeah, for the record, guys, like if 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 there if I could like access this treatment, I'm definitely I definitely want to get it. I definitely want to be able to be in silence without there being a buzz buzz saw buzz saw going off in my ear. That sounds absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, Monty, thank you for sending me that. Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hopefully, you know, if it's uh, you could you could probably try it too, man. <laughs> Hopefully, it helps you too. Yeah, I'm definitely in the future if it's more, you know, yeah, if it's I'm more open to other people. I'm definitely down to try it. Um, so in terms of uh, this week, man, like uh, <laughs> the the. I feel like our range of topics is like it's, it's pretty it's, it's pretty weird or like different. Like there's the blame black men, which is a, a satire making fun of people that blame black men for everything. There was the 50 Cent being taken seriously from an Instagram post. Uh, there's the tinnitus, which I think is like the first uh, scientific topic we've uh, we've addressed, like first like serious clinical trial uh, research we've ever talked about. And then this last topic about Billie Eilish. Like I don't know, man. The range of ep- the range of topics on episode three is, is I, I find it interesting. Um, this this news week was was ridiculous. But with that being said, um, there was a photo taken by a member of the paparazzi of Billie Eilish walking in a uh, uh, spaghetti strap shirt and um, just very casual, just just very casual walking outside. She looked like she just woke up. Uh, she looks like she's not uh, particularly um, enjoying her time, but some women call that, and I'm not saying it is this, but some women call it rest, resting bitch face or whatever, but um, that's not the topic per se. The topic is how people responded to this picture, and people responded to this picture in a way of like making fun of how she looks. So people said she looked like a mom. She looked like she just had, she looked like she has three kids. She looked like she's about 35 years old and her body's uh, uh, declining. Um, people called her fat. There was a lot of, uh, I guess, body shaming going on. Now the picture in question, it doesn't, it looks like a normal body. <laughs> like it looks like a normal body. It looks shape. like a normal fucking person, man. I, and fat, I, it, what? Like how, how does she look? But she just... It just looks like she's just, you know, more forward. Her body is more forward as she's walking, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, and she yeah, she's walking like with a slouch. And uh, also, even if she's fat, like who cares, you know? Who? <laughs> it's not a. It's not our say, man. It's her. You know, it's her body. She's gonna. She's gonna do what whatever she wants. Facts. Yeah, it's um. 
and you but apparently Billie Eilish is, is uh her fan base is pretty is pretty protective of her from what I understand. Yeah. And a lot of this came from like a viral tweet or two, and uh, these tweets blew up. So people that made fun of Billie Eilish were given a bigger platform than they probably would have if people, you know, uh, if her fans might have ignored it. But uh, it is what it is. She's an A-list superstar. So these type of crazy criticisms are going to, you know, come out the woodwork. Uh, And I don't think it's... It, like it would be different if it came from like a fellow colleague of hers, like uh, Drake or something. But if it's just random couple of people on the internet that have like tweets that have like two K likes or something like that, I don't think it's like I don't think it should make mainstream news per se. You know, but yeah, I, I noticed this thing. Uh, it's very, it's been a trend. Like if you look up articles, man, people just people write articles like you know just like how we talking but mm-hmm. uh as like for real journalists they just uh write a freaking small article and take news from pretty much twitter like what what are some these random ass accounts talking about Bad. and they just list like couple you know tweets and that's not news man <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not really that's not really news bro you're right i can't tell you how many articles i've seen that the like a third of the article is them uh, uh, showing tweets and like having one or two lines reacting to said tweets and it's like a lot of these tweets don't even have over a hundred likes but it's presented in the article as if this is like the dominant opinion uh, when it's like handpicked because ultimately it's designed to get clicks the articles from a lot of these sites yeah. are just designed to get that's clicks. that's sad man how journalism nowadays that's what it's become you know that's what happens if you uh, attach you know over overly capitalism ideas to uh, journalism and just you know you're just there to get clicks and money out of it and that kind of that kind of mixes up actual journalism and it kind of forces people to write sense uh, sensationalist articles uh, which is pretty much that's how pretty much the paparazzi and all these all these you know news they're not even news outlets like entertainment outlets came about you know yeah just to get money and clicks out of everything yeah now People often make fun of like, like uh, the left or progressives or like uh, what people call SJWs for calling things that are, are uh, regular, brave, you know, like, um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because some people actually argued that Billie Eilish simply walking down the street in a, a spaghetti strap shirt and like no makeup from what I, from what I see in the picture uh, is brave. Like her existing and walking down the street is like brave. Billie Eilish is brave for walking outside of her house as a as a, a slightly uh, overweight woman. Which she's not overweight to me, but I guess some people were like, "Man, she's so brave to walk outside with that body type." When there's all these misogynists <laughs> waiting to. But here's the interesting thing. So you know, BuzzFeed News, you know, gets a lot of gets a lot of uh, flack for being um like headline headline centric having like these sensational uh, sensationalist articles written and stuff like that. But surprisingly, a woman named Sketchy Cool wrote an article that said that photo of Billie Eilish isn't brave. It's just typical. And the reason that's interesting is because... Shout out to her then, man. Yeah, because BuzzFeed is like... They have the rep- uh, uh, reputation of like calling things that aren't brave, brave. At least that's what people... That's how people think of BuzzFeed. Is like... Uh, you know, yeah, they're they're more of the sites that you know the yes queen type <laughs> yeah. sites. You know they write articles. Like yeah, that, but this but. article from from what I've read is like 
just saying like, bro, Billy Eilish's body is typical. Uh, and that's just what it is. Now, obviously, like, I haven't read the whole article and I'm not about to read the whole article, but I just thought it was interesting that BuzzFeed of all places uh, posted an article saying like, this isn't brave, it's just typical. And this is not knocking Billie Eilish. It's just people, it's knocking yeah. people's interpretation of her literally just walking down the street and interpreting that as brave uh, because of some online misogynistic vultures making fun of her. Um, and, and, and some of these guys are just comedians. Some of these, there are a lot of comedians on the come up that are, um, you know, looking to make like viral, like have hot takes and viral videos. And some of them talked about Billie Eilish and called her like a 35 year old looking wine mom or whatever. Uh, Not necessarily with malicious intent, but to try to get that next viral comedy video. That's just, that's not even funny. It is. You gotta gotta come harder. You gotta come harder. It's kind of cringy, but um, yeah, Monty, with that said, bro, uh, I think that like pretty much covers the, the list of topics for this week. Um yeah, going back to Billy Eilish topic though, man. Okay. It's like that's what happens when you when you have when you worship, you know, going back to hero, hero worship again, man, you know, having that having that mentality where people, these celebrities are bigger than bigger than us. They're just, you know, normal people. They look normal, like outside their personalities or or all the music videos that they put out, you know. They're just normal people. Out, out and about they just have a little bit more money than us yep. and a little bit more you know fame which which doesn't change anything yep yeah pretty much i gotta uh put their pants on one leg at a time like us uh the heart beats beats uh beats the same substance as ours and people really do forget that and uh that's why that's why i like the the, the celebrities out there that remind remind us how human they are uh now it depends on how they remind us, right? Like Kanye reminds us every day that he's definitely a human being that probably has a mental disorder and it's not the best reminder. But then there's other reminders of like people that are just like celebrities that are just real down to earth. Um, and yeah, I'm with you, Monty. That's true. It's absolutely- Oh yeah. Speaking of Kanye West, man, I'm, I'm very sad, man. Cause uh, Kanye was, uh, was supposed to go on Joe Rogan just this Friday, man. But I think they have to cancel cause uh, Joe Rogan's uh, producer, he caught COVID. So oh. I think, <laughs> man, it's man like this that podcast is, is never going to happen, man. Yeah. It seems like the episode is cursed, right? Because Kanye is like, yeah. he said he was going to go on before and it didn't, it didn't happen. Um, yeah. But in a way though, I hope, man, I hope we do get it. But after the election, because right now I feel like Kanye is just going to fucking talk about some, you know, just election related shit that, we don't want to hear that shit, man. We we want to hear about other Kanye topics because I don't even know what Kanye is doing when it comes to the election. Because at 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 this point, he's not gonna win, and it seems like a joke at this point. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely a joke. I mean, GOP operatives have already basically said that they were using Kanye to like detract from from uh to basically cipher votes away from Biden. Um and. Yeah, that's that's pretty much as open as it gets. We are using Kanye to, and this was leaked. It wasn't like I don't think a GOP operative told this directly to the media, but it was leaked uh, uh, about you know their intentions with Kanye. Kanye is quite literally a pawn on somebody's chessboard, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah if, if Kanye goes on Joe Rogan, man, we're, it's definitely going to expose like his 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 um his his uh current mindset when it comes to a variety of topics. Joe Rogan is really good at uh you know getting people to like put down their guard 
and really express yeah, how they- recently though man joe rogan he he has not been the same joe rogan that we're used to he's more he's not challenging people a lot more you know he's he's going too much he, he he also has a lot more conservative views recently when it comes to, you know, since he moved to Texas. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he might push back on some things because I know I know the old Joe Rogan. I think he would be more open to, you know, push Kanye to open up a bit more on other subjects. So we get a feeling of what he's really talking about. But I don't know. Recently, since he moved to Spotify and, you know, no, no shade to Spotify. Yeah. But, you know, it, it has not been the same. Interesting. I haven't watched. I haven't watched a lot of. I watched one episode uh, with uh, Duncan Trussell. I think that was the first episode that Joe Rogan had. Yeah, those episodes are always great, man. Yeah. Those are always. But that's the only one I've seen. But I have heard that the the vibe is different. The, the Joe Rogan Spotify yeah. vibe is kind of crazy. It's kind of different, and um, you know, yeah. it feels manufactured too much. Because you know, uh, the main reason I love Joe Rogan because he used to go over. Any topics, just talk about openly, whatever, whatever he wants, just shoot the shit and just go talk about big ideas, small ideas, anything. But yeah. I don't know, recently it seems uh, he's not as he's not as focused or, mm. you know, not as unfocused. You know, he's, he seems too too set on his ideas and it's not as it's not as fun. Let's just say to put it in a way. Right, know? right. So, yeah, man. I, well, man, that's. That's sad to hear, man. Joe Rogan is a is an international treasure, and this isn't to say that he can't still be one. You know, we're yeah, yeah. To be a fake. I'm still a big, you know, still a big listener and and a fan. But you know, I you know, you, as a fan, you gotta be, you still you still gotta give constructive criticism. You know, you you you, you should have hate, but you know, you still be, uh, you know. Yeah, that's the responsibility of a fan versus a stand. Like I feel like a stand excuses yeah. and 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 defends everything. They're uh uh favorite person celebrity hero does and a fan uh can can uh, fans almost like a real fan i feel like like a big fan has a responsibility to hold whoever they like accountable because they want to they should want to see the best versions of the person that they're a fan of whereas a stand oh yeah uh, already puts them on such a pedestal that it's like they're not human and and everything can be explained away and stuff like that and um yeah, man. Stan's kind of. Did Stan come from the? What, what, did it originally come from the Eminem song? I think so. I, that's a good question because I've, I've googled that before, like multiple times. But all, yeah. all, all lines, all signs point to this, the the Eminem song, Stan. Um, man, shout out to Eminem for that. You know, oh, yeah, giving bro. a birth to like a new new meaning and it's crazy that something as dark as stan could get turned into like oh i stand beyonce or i stand this person because stan actually was a murderer yeah (laughs) it's weird how it turned into a bit positive you know it's still not overly positive when it comes to you know cultural terms but you know it's still put in it people use it in a positive light you know i I stand this person i stand that person yeah yeah like you shouldn't be a stand man. That's not good. Yeah, man. It's 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 a bit much. Like you can be a big fan of something, but 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 the stand yeah. is, that, that's a that's a whole different statement when you tell me you stand somebody. Uh, but who do you stand though, DK? Yeah, uh, I mean, Kovu. Is there anybody that you said that you would say you know? You know, sometimes we we have our blind spots. Just like you know, I used to stand. I used to stand uh, Wayne. I used to be a big Little Wayne stand growing up, but uh, now. Now the only people I stand are people that died that were close to me. Those are the people I stand for. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, that's healthy, man. That's healthy. You turned it into something 
more healthy. Yeah, those are gone. Yeah. They're passed away. So I, w- I would much rather like, you know, engage in the memories that, that made them so special to me in the first place. That's, that's how I rem- choose to remember and internalize them. Although I didn't want to end this on such a dark note, but it's not necessarily dark. It's just like serious, I guess. Like, but it's, it's ultimately, uh, I guess, a good message about like, you know, uh, yeah. honoring and, and, and uh, you know, living out the legacy of people that, 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 that you've lost or whatever. But yeah, I've lost a lot of people and those are the people that, um, I guess I would stand. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of standing, you know, celebrities or people that you don't even know, like standing people that you that who who have been in your life, you know. Yeah. And that had a positive impact on you. That's that's right. beautiful, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Um. And with that being said, man, I think that's the 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 closeout on episode three. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we had a lot of a lot of crazy topics, but you know, that's that's what it's all about, man. Just going, just discussing what we we're passionate about and just going from one topic to another, just yeah, covering every basis, man. Definitely. And I think next episode we could definitely go, we have a lot of other things that we wanted to talk about, but yeah, we definitely need to do, uh, you know, understand the, and research the subject a little more. I think we'll definitely, definitely get into it next episode, definitely. which will be, it's going to be dope. We're still, we're still experimenting guys. And uh, there, there's a lot of ideas that, that we have about, about the show, but uh, we're taking it a, uh, uh, a week at a time and um definitely there were there were some topics that we saw like uh the NSARS movement the you know what's going on in Nigeria yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Nigeria man the people over there man keep fighting you know it's it's pretty crazy yeah definitely and hopefully hopefully the changes keep happening you know in America I, so far you know it's been happening slowly but uh you know we got to remember it's not just America it's it's, it's global that things are happening, you know, police brutality is just not, it's just not an American issue. Facts. It's worldwide. Yep. Yep. It's easy. It's easy to, to forget that. A lot of people think America is, is almost its own little, its own planet away from, from everywhere else when it comes to like police issues, but like, nah, man, it's bad. It's bad in other countries as well. But uh, you know, yeah, hopefully next week we can uh, get into that. I would like to research it a bit more before I speak on it. And, uh, yeah, man, you guys, you, you guys have a good week. Uh, this has been the Great Cave, Kovo and Monty. We out.